amigos hope you guys are blessed not stressed protected and safe welcome guys to the first episode of deeper knit with jimmy and i know some of you may be thinking and some of you may not even care but some of you may be wondering didn't this girl say she was gonna do this back in april and look at where we're at now july so where has she been well i ain't gonna lie to you guys I have been procrastinating. I haven't had the motivation to go about actually putting in means to ensure this platform is a platform that I am happy and grateful for. But as the words of Mike rightfully said, just do it. And right now, this is just me just doing it at 1.16 a.m. Because I felt like instead of me procrastinating further and overthinking it further let me just come on here as me right now with no script and just say what's got to be said so yeah welcome guys and i thank you for i thank you guys for tuning in just a quick disclaimer just a quick disclaimer there will be instances in any of my episodes where i may stutter i may not form sentences properly I may not get the words out properly. I may just remain silent for, let's say, five minutes. That's like exaggerating, but just as a point of, point of example. But please just excuse my imperfections and my flaws. <laughs> Although we are all wonderfully and beautifully made, made, and we all have our little, little, little flaws, but we just gotta appreciate them. And this is me appreciating the fact that. As someone who's never created a podcast before, and this is my first time ever going about creating a podcast, I can't expect perfection the first time around. That's why I think I struggled so much previously, because I did actually record videos. Don't think I just was like, oh, I'll create the um, I'll create the podcast, create the logo, um, create the Instagram to support it, and not go about actually recording. I did start recording. However... I found that I was getting frustrated myself because I couldn't get words right, I couldn't form sentences, I was waffling, going off topic, and it just bothered me because I was like, I want this to be so good and I want people to come come back and want to continue to listen, but at the end of the day, I have to give myself the benefit of the doubt that, as I said, I've never done this before, and I'm hoping that you guys will come back just because you like me as me and for what I have to say but yeah so (laughs) anyway to get in the topic today basically I recently did a video on my snapchat proof discussing that of student loan because I felt that and I still feel that student loan is something that is very vague it's discussed very vaguely um the advice concerning it is the advice concerning it is very limited and there's not much for like um first years to go on um and for those of you who may not know what student loan is which i feel like majority of you should and i don't mean that in a condescending way i just feel like it's one of those things i feel every university or every college has um or has a scheme surrounding it so basically it's just money that the government loans to you as a student for both living purposes and also to your uni in itself so i pay nine thousand something pounds for my university but 
that is also including the £9,000 they give me for living purposes, if I'm correct. But anyway, so I just felt like, instead of just limiting the advice that I found was, well, not the advice, but the methods that I found were useful for me in my first year to that of just the people on my priv, I might as well just share it with those out there who come across this um, episode and need some help with their student finance because, as I said, it is a very vague topic. It is overwhelming as well to think of the four figures you'll be getting to your account because I ain't gonna lie to you, I've never had four figures into my account as of yet. And I will be getting four figures in my account, definitely, probably more in the future to come, regardless of student loan, just putting that into fruition. But back on topic, being that yes, I've never seen four figures in my account and to, to think that that's the money you'll be receiving it can be overwhelming because the first thing that tends to come to your mind is the fact that oh my goodness i can finally afford this i can finally do this i'm able to go about doing this when truly you really have to take a step back from your desires and think practically and think reasonably of why you have this money in the first place so to get into it i'm just going to tell you my um financial details not like in terms of my credit like my debit card or whatnot but in terms of the money that i received and this is like to a t because i feel like i have to obviously be transparent and just tell you how it is so my maintenance loan was 2714 pound 25 pence and my grant was 333 pounds and that equated 3047 pound 25 I'm going as slowly as possible because I know numbers tend to be one thing. Well, for me, when people say it, I'm kind of like, oh crap, she said it, but I didn't catch what she was saying. So I'm hoping that by me going slow, you're able to obviously catch on to what I'm saying. And to also say that student loan in the UK is based upon your student's income. No, student's income. Sorry, your parents' income. And so my parents didn't... um, input their financial details so i got the minimum so depending on what your financial your parents financial details are determines what you get as your student loan payment so in total i got 3047 pound 25p i subtracted my rent from it because i was living on campus and therefore my rent was 1966 pound 50 and that left me with £1,080.70. Bearing in mind, guys, just going back to the my student loan as a whole, which is a £3,047.25, I get that for every semester. And therefore, I have to pay my rent for every semester. And there's three semesters in the British uni system. So one thing I do stress is that once you get your student loan, Make sure you either like deduct your rent from it or just wait for your rent to go out because you don't want a scenario where you've gotten the money, you've decided to spend it and it comes to pay rent. Although you do pay rent immediately, maybe a couple of days after, it's always good just to ensure that it's definitely gone out of your account so you're not eating into your rent payment and then you're struggling to actually pay the rent. So that was my rent, £1,966.50, which left me with £1,080.70. 
Why did then following I subtracted £600 from that £1,080.70 and therefore I was remained with £480.75. Now that £480.75 could either go into my savings or it could be money that I splurged on things. But however, I do suggest not until you've completed a semester that you actually eat into your remaining funds because that £480.75 is it perceive it as being like a backup sort of like funding because as I said I subtracted £600 and now this is where it comes this is the money that I personally use for my lifestyle in terms of grocery shopping um, uni supply shopping etc in terms of books I mean not the actual supplies because you probably do that beforehand before you move in so the 600 pound i divided into three months because semesters consist of a semester consists of three months and therefore i divided that 600 pound into those three which left me with 200 pound per month and therefore that left me with a budget to one spend 600 pounds per semester and to spend 200 pounds per month in order for me to actually categorize um, where the money is going, so it's not just £200, I put it into four um, categories. Transport, uni, food, and entertainment. Now, personally, I felt these categories were very self-explanatory. They were something that applied to the uni life in general. So food referred to that of your grocery shopping. So I aimed to spend £10 per week on my grocery shopping fortunately i live next to aldi oh just to inform you guys i attend the university of birmingham so yeah so i um spent 10 pounds per week on my grocery shopping there were days where that tend to go like that seemed to go over but i always intended to go out to spend 10 pounds for the whole week on grocery we then had entertainment so entertainment could vary from going for a meal with your friends going to the cinema with your friends um paying for event tickets etc so that tends to be contributed to your actual social life if that makes sense and then you have your transport so transport as it says (laughs) referred to any form of transport you took whether it be the bus whether it be uber a taxi etc and then finally uni so uni i mean in a sense anything concerning that of uni whether it be um the books they require you to buy or any equipment you may need possibly you may consider buying a printer you may not have bought it during your uni shop but now you you have a change of mind and therefore want to purchase it that was um, a decision that i had to face because i felt that it was more convenient having a printer at home where I only had to pay for an ink in comparison to spending money in the library where I was constantly paying to print off and knowing that I had to share with multiple other students. But being, uh, but getting back on track in the sense of, as I said, anything related to uni. Although I must stress, and there's going to be a lot of things I stress because this is very subjective, this is a method that I found was useful and it's a method that I hope you guys can apply. You may not apply the accurate amount, so you may not decide to spend £50 for each. You may not decide to spend £200 per month. You may not even decide to spend £600 per semester. You can either increase it or decrease it. But it's a method that I, that I hope 
you'll be able to apply to that of your uni lifestyle whether you're a first year second year third year etc and um just to say that as i said the amounts are subjective so sometimes you may find depending upon your course because personally i found my course didn't require us to purchase any books for the first year so although they required us to purchase one which was eight pounds i ain't gonna lie to you i wouldn't have spent eight pounds on a textbook that i knew wasn't necessary at the time and it was something they already had in the library and i was able to get an online version of it so it wasn't something that was necessary in comparison to other courses where books are necessary and therefore you will have to sort of invest in those things so you may find that 50 pound may not be enough for that and you may decide to shift some um, money around and may find yourself having to spend or put aside 100 pounds for your uni books or uni textbooks let me more accurate let me be more specific so yeah um so this was something i carried out through first semester and second semester as we all know um, the virus came about and therefore i was unable um, experiencing that of my third semester but so yeah that's basically the method i hope i was able to say as clearly and as correctly if that's even the right word to describe it but i'm hoping you guys were able to follow along and understand if not um you can follow me on my instagram which is jum.oke and if you do have any questions please feel free to dm me and oh yeah and i'll make sure to answer and get back to you because i don't ever want to see anyone having to struggle i don't ever want to see other people having to go into overdraft because that's another thing in uni that was such a big thing how people were dependent on the overdraft at the end of the day guys i don't know much about finance i'm not a financial advisor but although they may say that oh like you don't have to pay your overdraft back let's be honest there are loopholes to these things and it's the sort of thing that it gives you if it it gives you that false it installs you with that false um it's also with that false sort of confidence in the fact that I can spend this money, I don't have to pay it back. At the end of the day, is your money? Uh, no. The government is giving you that money. So don't feel too comfortable spending that overdraft money because it'll become a burden on you to therefore think, wow, that's how much money is subtracted from my account. So you always want to be able to like spend what like you always want to basically spend wisely. Did that even make sense? You always want to spend... <laughs> Basically, what I'm trying to say is you want to be able to spend wisely and not allow your sort of desires for materialistic things to override your thought process of thinking reasonably and thinking in a way of reminding yourself that at the end of the day, you have to live off this money and that you used to live off 200 pounds per semester in the sense of not even 600 pounds but 200 pounds per semester because you decided to spend all your student loan and that's what you remained with i don't think that's possible well it is but you are gonna be struggling you'll be going hungry and you don't want that <laughs> you never want that for yourself no matter the circumstance i hope you don't want that for yourself i hope you don't want that for yourself if you get me but yeah and 
another thing I do want to input is the fact that I had used two accounts. I found that it, it kept my mind clearer. I had Barclays as my main account and then I decided to join Monzo and fortunately with Monzo there's a feature where you're able to split um, your account into parts. So that's where I was able to put the £50 into their separate um, or assigned pots and therefore it made it easier for me to put all the money in there so when I knew I was going to spend it on something so let's say for transport I would transfer the, transfer the money from that pot into the main account to therefore use it so I knew where the money was going and where it was coming out from it was obviously something that I had to develop and I know there may be a lot of plot holes in this method as for some of you you may notice these things and therefore want to change anything or adapt anything please let me know if you do notice any plot holes because obviously even me myself i know this is not a perfect method but it's just something i felt as i said was helpful for that of my first year in uni um is there anything else i really want to say i sound like such a teacher saying that but because not gonna lie to you guys i haven't got a script i've only just put the amounts and therefore i was just hopefully gonna let everything follow on so yeah i think that's everything considering that student loan um if you guys also want to hear about my unique experience also dm me on my instagram which is jum.oke um yeah and i'll definitely go about wanting to give you guys a bit of a detail about it but just to say as well that although for some reason vivian on that day she did not live the uni life Fortunately enough, I think I did. I think I did. I was able to attend events. I was able to go out with my friends, have fun, enjoy myself. You find that, particularly with events, they get repetitive. So you tend to not want to go to as many. And particularly with Freshers' Week, I'm not going to lie to you guys, Freshers' Week is so overrated in the sense that social media and particularly YouTube, in a sense, YouTube culture, paints it to be something that's not although now i feel like there's that sort of honesty now that people are sort of um, revealing in the sense of freshers is not what you what it is or portrayed as because even me i struggle to even find events to attend you also struggle in the sense of you don't really know people and that i struggle to even make friends in freshers week i think well did i make a lot of friends yeah i made a few unfortunately enough they were friends that i had lasted um, with me throughout the first year and we're still close now so I made a few and it's good to always make a few um, close ones definitely make as many acquaintances because remember although you may say hi to these guys although you may a, introduce yourselves they're not automatically your friends so you have to remind yourself that you will make you may forget their names I definitely forgot a lot of people's names you may forget right forget that you've even introduced yourself to them but it's always it's just that ability to step out of your comfort zone and just to make the first step and just to go about enjoying it in the process but as i was saying freshers is very overrated and it is what you make of it so basically for me i think i only attended one event um but that was good for me truly that was good for me i feel like in my head i was just wanting to get about send like a a steady foundation of what I want uni to be and what I want to achieve out of it um and so yeah so my point being is I was able to live a good uni lifestyle uh well to me personally I feel like that's another subjective thing I feel like we all have this we all have different perceptions of what uni is uh, like how we want uni to go about so it depends on how you want uni to go about 
but as I said, for me, it was good. Christian was really good. So, as I said at the beginning, thank you guys for tuning in.